You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the All Purpose Pod for an All Purpose Life. Wherever you are today and however you are hearing, they call me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you again for joining us. Whether it be our social media platforms or on your podcast listening guys, thank you again for all that you do and for joining us on this show today. We definitely appreciate it. Hope all is well. Welcome back, everybody. Well, Just a couple of things that's on my heart today, but first I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been subscribing to the show. Uh, just hitting that one little white subscribe button on YouTube is a big deal. It means a lot. It 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 gives credence to the fact that I believe that this podcast was started for a genuine, a genuinely solid reason, and there's a mission attached to this that matters. So every time you guys hit subscribe, it does something for me. Uh, not financially, but what it does is it encourages me that, you know what? I heard right. I'm doing the right thing here. So I definitely appreciate that. Please continue to keep listening, subscribing, and sharing this with those that you love, that you care about, who may want to have some spiritual encouragement in some areas. And this show, from what I've been hearing from you guys, has been providing that. So I definitely thank you for all of the love and for the encouragement coming back to me. I really appreciate it. Believe it or not, a lot of times I needed to. But one thing I've been dealing with recently, it just, it's funny, but I guess for lack of a better word, it learning how to love the process. That's a weird one for me. Uh, if you knew some of my history uh, on this life's journey, you would say there's no way you can love the process of what you had to walk through. And I, I get that. I understand just at a basic level why you would say something like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I totally understand that. I also understand that seeds grow in the dark. They grow in obscurity. It's a matter of timing. It has nothing to do with how much more water you add or how much more sunlight you give it or how much more you tinker with it and, and play with the soil and add more nutrients there's a timing for every single seed. It's, it's it's common to try to rush it, but there's a timing. And I really believe, and I see it more and more validated every day, that the art of waiting has become a lost art. We read scripture and we hear the stories and we talk about them in Bible school and Sunday schools. And we've been teaching to our children and grandchildren. 
but we don't talk to him about the timing. How long did it take David to leave the sheep herd to become king? What happened in between? How many years was that? How many years was it when Joseph was thrown into the pit with his, what they call a technicolor dream coat by his own brothers before he became the second most powerful man in all of Egypt, second only to the Pharaoh? How many years was that in between? We don't talk about timing, and I think that's a, a missed opportunity there. Because I believe that we're in a society now where everything is intended to be given fast and quickly. Everything has a kind of a microwavable element to it. Give me this fast. I've been working at this job flipping burgers for four weeks now. It's been a whole month. I should be in management by now. Everything is quick. Fast, give it to me faster, faster. Even if you enjoy reading the news or you want to keep up to current, come on up on current events, cultures, things like that, you can find it so quickly through your phone, through an app, right there. You can wake up in the morning, it's the first thing you can have access to. Everything is just quick. These days, you don't have to walk through anything to get something you want. And that's a horrible lesson that we're teaching to the next generations. The art of waiting is from cover to cover what the Bible is all about. Patience, trust, faith. These days people want power just through proximity. Well, I went to dinner with the pastors, so I'm in the end with them now. I should have a position at any point just because of this. Any day now. We want power through proximity. We want presence without process. I love Isaiah 48 and 10. It sounds like a really, really harsh scripture, but I love it because it speaks to what I believe is the whole point of this today. It reads, behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, even for my own sake, will I do it? For how shall my name be polluted? And I will not give my glory unto another. That's Isaiah 48, 10 and 11, by the way. And I think about the process of making a precious metal. There are terms in this that speak directly to that. But that comes to mind for me. Back when I was in New York and I was... uh in the jewelry selling business, so to speak. You know, I took time to learn those things. I didn't have to. That was just a nerd in me, I guess. I took time to learn about the materials that I was selling people. I know that all of it was not precious metal. I established that on the front end. Let the customer know this is costume jewelry. This is not 24 karat gold or 10 karat gold. This is not sterling silver. I let them know if it's brass. I let them know if it was costume jewelry. I took time to you know, watch videos and read up on it and learn about how these things are made. And I was just fascinated by the, the process that, or the crucible that the, the, the metals go through 
in order to be refined. And this passage in Isaiah 48, 10 and 11 kind of just really highlights that. It goes through intense heat. But there's a purpose for it. See, a lot of us are going through things and we don't think there's a reason for it. All we know is that it's making us uncomfortable. It's causing us to lose sleep. It's causing us to feel as though everybody is against us or we can't get certain things done that we want to get done. I mean, if you know me a little bit, you know that I don't really get sick. But recently I was really sick. And to the point where I was not sleeping, which is something that, you know, I don't get eight hours, but I care about that five or six hours. It matters to me. Because without it, usually I don't function very well. I'm usually a different person. Take away coffee and, and, and or tea, and I'm probably even a more different person. But when I get sick, I'm sick. <laughs> just, just that simple. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's really a big event a lot of the times. It's not because I want it to be, because I don't like being fussed over, but it turns into a big event. And for me, I, I see something in that because... A lot of times where I felt as though I was just missing out on things that I wanted to do, things I wanted to accomplish. I felt like I was being deprived of an opportunity. I felt like I was being held back and restricted from doing things that I needed to do for my business, for my family, even for myself. And the heat of what I was dealing with, the intensity of what I was dealing with and fighting through the sickness. It felt like it was just. There was no purpose for it. There was just no reason for it. But how wrong was I? We got to learn how to begin to love the process. I know that's not a good situation. doesn't feel good in the moment. But when I was studying those things about the precious metals way back in the day, the heat, the intense fire that it goes, the metal goes through has a definitive purpose. It's to bring out what they call the dross, D-R-O-S-S, which is all the impurities in the metal, bring them all to the front, all to the top, so that they can be sifted out, so that all that remains is just a precious metal. Then, of course, it's cooled and molded into whatever the uh, shape is by the metal worker. If you watch the process on video, I invite you to check it out. Google that and take a look at, or look at it on YouTube. You'll see it. It's really intense to see it, but think about that in terms of your life. I really believe that we have an issue with learning how to love the process. I mean, as a as an amateur gardener, my wife and I, we've had our home for over seven years now, and we've been gardening the entire time. And we realized that, you know, seeds grow in the dark. They don't grow in the light. You can't keep moving them around from place to place. They need to be settled in darkness, in obscurity, so they can grow. They need, they need sunlight and water, obviously, but they still grow in the darkness. They grow away from the eyes of those that see the, that can see them grow, to see what they look like. They grow in obscurity. And a lot of times when we go through trials and troubles in our life and we have intense heat hitting us in our life, we feel like we're in obscurity. Just like that seed. We feel like we're in darkness, just like that seed. But look what great things happen when we allow ourselves to finish the process. Everything in you is probably saying, God, pull me out of this seat. Pull me out of this ground. 
It's too dark in here. I can't take it. It's lonely. I feel like I'm by myself. I'm suffering. Pull me out of this ground. But what will happen is that seed would immediately die. The death process will start taking place immediately because you uprooted it. You pulled it from the place where it was growing and getting nourishment. And believe it or not, there's a purpose for your pain. You spend so much time trying to hurry up and get things that don't really matter that we miss the process that we're growing through to learn how to be the person that we need to become. Think about the story of the prodigal son, for example. I mean, for all intents and purposes, his family was wealthy and his father had inheritance for both of his sons. One son, the youngest, he wanted his inheritance right now. He wanted all of his dough, right? He wanted his bag immediately. And I really believe that even in the midst of that household, I don't know the details of that. It's just, you know, an account that was given. But I'm pretty sure that if he had waited, he would have learned some things about the family business. He would have learned maybe some things about duplication, how to create additional wealth. Maybe he would have learned how to be a better steward over what he had in his hand. Maybe he would have learned humility about the fact that everybody in their area didn't have what they had. And they may have had more than them. Maybe he would learn humility during that process. But it was all circumvented and skipped because the son demanded his right now. So he didn't learn a lesson that he needed to learn. And what he did was just hasten to what was going to happen to him. Probably anyway, the hard life that he had to experience, it happened faster and worse because he tried to hurry the process. He didn't love the process. And so many of us go through that same thing. We try to circumvent the process and we don't go through it. I love the story of Job. It's a rough story to hear when you read it. But I love it because it talks a lot about some of the same things. I mean, Job went through things that most of us would cringe at the idea of even thinking about going through it. I mean, Job's wife told him early on when he was going through affliction, I mean, he lost his entire uh, lineage, his children were destroyed, all his his wealth, his livestock, all of his cattle, everything that he had that was producing finances for his family were all destroyed. And then on top of that, his health and then all losing all of his friends. And while he was in the midst of losing all these things, his wife now, this is the only person that's left that he can look to for support and encouragement. This is what she said in Job chapter two, verse nine. She said, do you still hold fast your integrity? Curse God and die. Wow. Thanks, babe. Thanks for the pick me up. She said, curse God and die. That, that That's powerful. But Joe was going through a process. And even in the process, you see here, people who are supposedly with you may show a different side to you. It may have been there for years, 10, 15, 20 years. When you go through something, people next to you will show you a different side. I know that from personal firsthand experience. People that say they're with you, that we're family, we're a team, we're together. When you're at your lowest, a lot of times they're not there for you. A lot of times those that are not authentic in what they say, they distance themselves and they disappear. His wife said, curse God and die. She wasn't even thinking about what he was dealing with. She said, even in her own words, her own words betrayed her. 
Do you still hold fast your integrity? He's trying to hold on to what he knows, what who he knows God to be. He knows that God would not do something to him that was not or allow something to happen to him that was not warranted in his life. Even in the process, even though in the beginning of the of the account of Job, he was considered perfect and upright, the Bible says. And, and in the midst of this, there was something found in him that God wanted to burn out through the intense heat of his trial, of his suffering. Seeing where is that precious metal through intense heat brings the Job to the front. And through time, we discovered, as reading on an account, that Job had an issue with self-righteousness. And it came to the front through the intense heat, like Dros does with sterling silver or gold. And then purity comes to the top, that immature attitude, that, that pride, that arrogance, that can corrupt even the best intentions. It comes to the front, comes to the forefront. Had he not gone through the intense fire, had he not gone through the heat of oppression and weakness and sickness and struggle and conflict, he had never noticed it. It would have remained in him unbeknownst to him. It had been like a Trojan horse. It had been hidden. He would have never even known it was there. But the heat of the trouble that he went through caused it to be revealed and caused it to come forth. For me, refining gives you a whole different view of what it looks like to go through something. I believe refining is an expression of God's love. I believe that the impurities in us, like an arrogance or ego or an immature attitude toward other people or pride, it corrupts everything that we're trying to accomplish. Everything that we're trying to build, those things just corrupt it. And I believe that the Lord wants to relieve us of those things that are considered jokes, that are impurities. How do they get out? If you try to get a precious metal out of a mixture that had dross in it, you'd be there for a long time and still be unsuccessful. You know why? Because you can't go in with a spoon and pull dross out. It reacts to the heat. Whatever that thing is, those impurities, it reacts to the heat. The heat causes it to chemically change and begin to rise to the top. So we need the heat. We need the trouble sometimes. We need the conflict. Second Peter says that those that choose to live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. We need the heat. We need the process. So don't hate it. Love the process. It's always for your good and always to bring stuff out of you. You didn't even know was even there in the first place. Wherever you are today and however you are listening today, call me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week with your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the Twitter. Thanks for downloading, subscribing to our show. We definitely appreciate it. I know I do. Have a great day. Enjoy the music. Coach out.
Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.